Boo. I scared you. This is Lindsay Moreland, and I have a ghost story for you. Story number three, The Darkness Closing In. This story is about the phenomenon known as shadow people. As this is the most common type of ghostly experience reported, it is also one of the most frightening. Be warned, this may trigger some of your own personal experiences. If you are unfamiliar with the term shadow people, lucky for you, I did some research. Wikipedia defines shadow people as supernatural, shadow-like humanoid figures that, according to believers, are seen flickering on walls and ceilings in the viewer's peripheral vision. Rick Hinton, a paranormal author, states these are the most common type of ghost sightings. He uses the term ghost loosely. Some people claim the shadows take form of a person, while other people claim it's a black ball. Some claim that these shadows are menacing and harbor evil intentions, while others think it's a guardian angel. But my favorite theory is that they are time travelers or interdimensional beings. So if anyone has a story like that, hit me up. Nina Khan wrote for the Bustle website and explained one common shadow figure called the Hat Man. The shadow figure wears a top hat and a suit and sometimes is reported to have red glowing eyes. This entity is dark and scary. She explains that sometimes people experience more than just a fleeting vision of these shadows. Sometimes people wake up to a shadow figure choking or suffocating them. The reports of shadow people are not a new phenomenon. It goes back to ancient history. Some have even caught these shadows with their camera claiming they have not been altered. I looked through these pictures, y'all, and if they are telling the truth and they haven't been altered, it is creepy enough to send chills down your spine. If you want to check them out, just Google shadow people pictures. The Occult Museum website has quite a few that will make your skin crawl. Now to my friend Julie's firsthand experience. I met Julie a few years ago when she was in the Metro Nashville Police Department. A friend from work set up a girl's beach trip and assigned Julie and I to ride together even though we had never met. She didn't know what to expect and was a little nervous about someone new joining the group, but I quickly won her over when I threw her the keys to my car and let her drive. I serenaded her with songs all the way down to Florida, yep, all eight hours, and we proceeded to have a great time. Julie's now a criminal defense attorney and has a daughter just a few months younger than mine. She lives in Hendersonville with her husband Adam and his oldest daughter Bree. Julie explained that her and Adam moved into their house about four years ago. I had actually been to her house once for her baby shower. It was a traditional two-story and had a very nice sized front and backyard. I loved the house, she explained. It had plenty of room for me, my husband, and his little girl who lived with us part-time. We eventually wanted to expand our family, and this was the perfect home for that. She went on. But then, then the shadows started. Shadows, I asked. Yes, she went on. At first, I thought my eyes were playing tricks on me. 
You know, like when you think you see something out of the corner of your eye, but then you look and there's nothing there? I nodded. She continued, well, that's how it started. I would see really weird shadows. Then I would turn and they would be gone. Even stranger, I would only see them when it was dark like at nighttime or in a very dark area of the house. Okay, I am officially creeped out since I have been to this house. That description was not on the shower invitation. She went on. At first, these shadows were just an occasional glimpse, but the longer we lived in the house, the more frequent they became. And not only that, they would stay for longer. I could see the shadow out of my peripheral vision start to take shape. I would be walking down the stairs and see a shadowy figure glide across the doorframe. Or I'd just walk out of a room and see the same thing in the doorway. It felt like i just missed a person walking into the other room, but when I would round the corner, nobody was there. The shadows were never directly next to me, always slightly out of sight in my peripheral vision. My eyes widened. Well, that's creepy, I said. <laughs> Yeah, Julie said. I always felt like there was someone else in the room. Like someone was watching me. I could sense eyes on me. Like I knew I wasn't alone. Originally, I thought this was all in my head. It's easy to let your imagination run wild when you're home alone. However, when the form started taking a more adult-like shape, it became apparent this wasn't weird lighting and mind tricks. Something real was presenting itself. So of course I asked her, did anyone else see the shadow thing? Or was this thing only haunting you? Who did you piss off, Julie? Is this an ex-lover coming back from the dead to torture you in your new marriage? I had a lot of questions. Well, the weird thing was, she explained, it would never happen when my husband Adam was there. Only when he was on shift and I was completely by myself, alone in our house. So Julie's husband is a firefighter, so he works like several days on shift. And a lot of times, anytime he's on shift, he has to sleep at the fire station. Julie found herself freaking out when Adam was gone. As soon as he would leave, she would turn all the lights on so she wouldn't have that darkness closing in on her. This says a lot because at the time, Julie was a police officer and she wasn't easily scared or frightened by things. I could feel it, she said. I could feel something was there. Even if I was alone, I was not alone. The unexplainable shadows and the feeling of someone watching her continued for months. Just when she thought she couldn't take it anymore and planned to mention it to her husband, Adam brought it up to her. He said he had increasingly noticed weird shadows in the dark corners of the house or at night when he was alone. This had gone on for about six months before they confessed to one another about what they were experiencing. They both thought the other one would think he or she was crazy or overreacting, so they kept putting off mentioning it. After sharing their experiences with the shadows, they realized it was only happening when they were alone. Not once did it happen when they were both together in the house. The shadows also never appeared when Bree was there. It was when they were completely and entirely alone in that house. To Julie's knowledge, Brie never saw or heard anything, and because of her age, they didn't want to ask about it and scare her. Then I got pregnant, she explained, and it stopped. Wait, 
I screamed. What? It stopped. Like, all the shadows just left? Yep, Julie said. Neither she nor Adam have seen anything in the last two and a half years. Just like that. Poof. Nothing. It's strange because the absence of the shadows oddly confirms that they were real because it's just as noticeable now that they are gone. Corners that were once darkened by these shadows are now visibly lighter, and that eerie feeling of being watched is suddenly gone. Julie and Adam still live in this house. They have since had a little girl, who I mentioned earlier, who's a few months younger than my daughter. They still think about these shadows from time to time and wonder where they went and just why it stopped. But they decided not to dwell on it. Sometimes the not knowing, or at least the not questioning, can save your sanity. Personally, I have my own theory. I'm guessing some of you have it too. Surely I can't be the only one thinking that this shadow spirit jumped into Julie's body when she was pregnant and is now inside her baby, right? I Scared You is a second sound production hosted by Lindsay Moreland, produced by Trina Lloyd. This podcast is in loving memory of my grandmother, Mary Bell, Patsy Pat, Riley Bear. They promised that dreams can come true, but forget to mention that nightmares are dreams too. Oscar Wilde.